Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we are diving into some of the latest news, notes, and observations from around the world of Major League Soccer. We're going to chat about the LA Galaxy's new designated player signing. We'll chat some about some flaws in Inter-Miami's makeup and a whole bunch more. And we'll do it all in less than 10 minutes because here on the Backyield Show, that's just what we do. So without any further ado, let's get to it and talk MLS. folks, earlier today as I'm recording on Tuesday, January 30th, the Los Angeles Galaxy made the first big signing of the Will Kuntz era. Will Kuntz was recently promoted to the club's general manager. He is now in charge of soccer operations, formerly of LAFC. Kuntz made a splash and signed designated player, young designated player, winger Gabriel Peck from Brazil. It was one of the worst kept secrets, frankly, of the offseason. This has been reported for quite some time. But the Galaxy finally announced the deal. Here's the rundown on Gabriel Peck. Peck is 22 years old. He's coming from Vasco da Gama in Brazil's top flight. He scored eight goals and added four assists in 2,600 minutes last year. Those are good counting stats for a young winger in a good South American league. But the underlying numbers for Peck are even better. According to FB Ref, he finished in the 91st percentile in non-penalty expected goals per 90 minutes among his positional peers in Brazil. We're talking about wingers and attacking midfielders. Now, I watched a bunch of Peck's tape to see what I could learn about the Galaxy's new DP, and here's what I came away with. Here's the quick hit scouting report. Peck is left-footed and mostly played as an inverted right winger in Brazil, but can also play as a more traditional left winger hugging that left sideline. He provides good service from the wing. His crosses and cutbacks have good speed and good texture. You know, I would always talk with Jordan Angeli when we did MLS assists together, breaking down on-field action in MLS. We'd always chat about the players that could actually put in a good cross with good speed and good texture. Julian Gressel is sort of the model here, and Peck doesn't play his crosses like that, but he plays purposeful balls in from the wing or from the half spaces, not aimless ones, and that is a valuable trait. When he's on the ball, he likes to dribble, but isn't super efficient when he goes at players 1v1. That is an area to develop Off the ball, he works really hard. He works hard defensively. Vasco da Gama were not a ball-dominant team like the LA Galaxy will be in 2024 under Greg Vanny. But in possession, I think his off-ball movement is even more relevant. He scored a big chunk of his goals and had a big chunk of his best shots off of almost striker-esque off-ball movement inside the 18. He likes to crash on the weak side. Let's say he's playing out on the right wing. If play is developing down the left and a ball is coming into the box... Gabriel Peck is going to crash. He's going to cause problems in those areas. He doesn't jump off the screen, frankly, in the way that you might expect a young Brazilian winger to jump off the screen, but he plays effective, forceful soccer in the final third, crashing, taking advantage of space with the ball, without the ball, playing in good passes into the box. He checks a lot of boxes. Very few 22-year-olds in the world are guaranteed superstars, and virtually no 22-year-old coming to Major League Soccer is going to be a superstar, at least not at this stage of the league's development. But I like a lot of what Peck brings to the table, and I think with one more piece in the Galaxy's attack before the season starts, all of these things could complement each other very, very well. It seems like the Galaxy are going more down the winger route, so I'm thinking about someone with maybe a little more flair to their game, someone who will really work well on that left wing if Gabriel Peck is cutting in on that right side onto his left foot. Either way, this is a step forward for a Galaxy team that needed more attack and is going to upgrade because Douglas Costa gave them almost nothing on the wing last year with that DP tag. 
The Will Kuntz era, folks, is now in full force in Carson, California. Now, folks, while we're at it, let's talk about the other L.A. club very, very quickly. Reports out of Brazil are connecting Eduard Atuesta back to LAFC. Atuesta was excellent at the base of midfield from 2018 to 2021 before moving to Palmeiras in Brazil's top flight, where he never really settled in. But we know he is a smooth, effective ball progressor in Major League Soccer. He was that as a single pivot under Bob Bradley. Atuesta will bring a real quality boost to his former team, but he also brings a question. What is Steve Trundolo going to do with Ilya Sanchez? Coming into the offseason, many folks, myself included, thought LAFC would sign a young deputy at the number six spot who would help fill in behind Ilya in different moments and maybe cut down his minutes to around, I don't know, 2,000 or so league minutes ahead of his age 33 season. But Atuesta isn't coming to LA to be anything less than a starter. He is going to be that kind of player. Palmeiras are a giant club in South America, even if Atuesta didn't fit in with them all the way. So that leaves a couple of options for Steve Toronto. The first option is that Ilya Sanchez will be relegated to the bench. The second option is that Steve Torondolo plans to add some more tactical flexibility and maybe play Atuesta and Ilya next to each other. And the third option is that maybe Torondolo views Atuesta as like sort of a free number eight in his 4-3-3, maybe next to Tim Tillman in front of Ilya Sanchez. I don't know what's going to happen there, but LAFC are maybe trending towards being more tactically flexible in 2024, regardless of the specifics adding more depth and more quality in the form of Atuesta in central midfield in a year where you've lost Kellen Acosta is a good sign for LAFC as our crosstown rivals are making moves as well. Now, I teased it in the intro. Let's talk a bit about Inter-Miami before we get out of here. Inter-Miami have struggled in preseason. Now, that doesn't matter at all when it comes to results. But you know what does matter? They, They haven't looked very good in the attack. The attack has still been stagnant outside of either moments when the ball is at Lionel Messi's feet or moments when Messi and a chunk of the rest of the big four have moments to combine in the attacking half and work their really high-speed magic in and around the box with quick, incisive touches. Otherwise, Miami looks sluggish. They're not getting real runs behind the back line. Julian Gresso is still trying to find where exactly he fits in this team. He's been played more recently in central midfield. I'm fascinated to see how Tata Martino overcomes this obstacle. It's difficult for this group to have energy when their front two is a 37-year-old Luis Suarez who does look pained when he runs, And Lionel Messi, who's never been a direct, straight-line kind of player, when that's your front two, and Miami have played with a front two exclusively in this preseason to start games, where is the speed coming from? Where is the change of pace coming from? Now that Facundo Farias is out for probably the season with an ACL injury, where is the depth and the dimension coming from in this team? Maybe it's coming from Yedlin. Maybe it's coming from Gressel. Both players are 30 years old. Jordi Alba at left wing back is 34 years old. There is not a lot of pace in this team. There's not a lot of youth in this team in key attacking areas either. This is an interesting nut for Tata Martino to try to crack in addition to the defensive puzzle that he has to solve. Their high line got exposed multiple times on Monday in their first friendly over in Saudi Arabia. Some question marks in Miami right now. We'll see how those things get ironed out before the preseason. Folks, if you want more MLS coverage, go check out backheel.com. We will have a ton, and I mean a ton, of MLS stuff up on the site between now and the start of the regular season on February 21st. Go check out all of our American soccer coverage and subscribe. For now, we'll be back again with more here in the feed later this week. 